0: This is Steel's Real Life, the podcast about real outdoor people with your host, Joe Thomas. Real Life with Joe Thomas is presented by Steel, maker of a full line of gasoline and battery handheld outdoor power equipment. Find yours at steelusa.com.
1: Hey, this is Steel's Real Life. I'm Joe Thomas alongside my co host, world renowned outdoor producer. He loves when I call him that, Mike. <laughs> Jim Kramer. How are you, Jim? I'm doing great, man. How are you, Joe? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good because of the guest that we have today. We have got this guy. Jim, we're talking, you got to admit,
0: he's an overachiever. He could be the overachiever of overachievers, uh, in my opinion. Of the
1: decade, anyway. Yeah. I mean, he didn't just decide that he wanted to play hockey. He played in the NHL to the top level. Yeah. Uh, He didn't just go get married. He figured he would just marry a country music superstar. We'll get into that later. But the coolest thing about this guy, and you've got to admit, we spent a lot of time with him on a boat in the Amazon. That's where we met him. And he's the most genuine, humble, down-to-earth, nice guy I ever met. Let's not waste any more time. Everybody's wondering right now. Mike Fisher, how are you, buddy? Good. How
2: are you,
1: Joe? Everything's hey, great. Hey. Yeah, we we can't thank you enough. We've been excited to have you on. And uh, everybody, I've told the story about how we met so many times, and uh, we were actually on a boat in the Amazon. I mean, you can't make that stuff up. Uh, we mm-hmm. were on this epic trip for Peacock Bass, and you— were our token Canadian, I guess. Right. And you were there, yeah. you were there with your buddies. <laughs> hey. I, I got to know, like, did you, did you love that trip? Like I did. I mean, that was like on my bucket list.
2: Yeah. I'd always wanted to do it. I mean, I remember watching videos when I was a kid of, you know, guys catching peacock bass and, and you know, so I, I'd want to do that for a long time. And then uh if I didn't know it was that good, I might've retired a few years earlier too to be able <laughs> to do it, but <laughs> yeah. no, it was, Man, it was such a great trip, and I, uh, you know, I didn't catch the big ones like you did, but we had, uh, man, that was so much fun.
1: It was a lot of fun. I know yeah, you had your buddies there with you, and and I, you know, I had, I had Jim with me. But anyway, <laughs> you know, but I actually got, I got to to know all your buddies, and we have had a, a, just a hoot with them too, and it's just, it's been fun. But uh, I, I really want people to. To kind of get to know you, like I've been very fortunate to get to know you a little bit over these last couple of years. And uh, you are—I made a joke—you are Canadian. Yay! Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- yes. It's a. Yeah. It's not yeah. yay, but yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway,
0: hey. I know what you're talking about, though. but <laughs> I—you're you, from
1: Peterborough, Ontario. What was it like? Just you know, take me back to the early years. I know you're a big-time outdoorsman. We know you were a mm. massive hockey player. How did that all, you know, what fed that fire back in the early days? Well, uh, I mean, my, my
2: hometown is about 80,000 people and, and uh, most of the kids play hockey. I had an older brother that played hockey and, um, it was just kind of one of the things that we did. So I, I, you know, um, you know, I picked up the stick and, and started skating early and just had a passion for it. Um, and, you know, God gave me the, the talent and ability and, um, But my equal passion and maybe more, to be honest, was outdoors. I mean, maybe it's because, you know, I played hockey my whole life and didn't get as much time in the outdoors as I really wanted to. Um, I remember I was 12 years old. Uh, I was with my dad on the deer hunt when he shot his first deer, which seems old now because you can hunt, you know, around here much younger, which is way better. But uh, I just remember my favorite part of the year was getting to go on the deer hunt with my dad from a young kid. And then I obviously fished at a younger age. I love to fish. And interestingly, my dad's not a, he, he hunts deer. That's about it. He's not a, he not, he goes for the social part of it. And then, um, he's not a fisherman. He has no patience for fishing. <laughs> so it's just like my brothers and I try and I trying to figure it out on our, on our own. We didn't really have anyone to teach us how to fish, but, um, but yeah, so I, uh, I grew up, I, I loved the outdoors and, um, love snowmobiling and four wheeling and just anything outside. I, I loved it. And, uh, but yeah, like at 19, I got to play in Ottawa and, um, which is a perfect scenario. Um, because I got to live that the, the rink in Kanata is outside, uh, kind of in the country. And I could, I lived on well, my second, second year on, right on uh like 25 acres and i want to tell you about the deer hunting my goodness i may or may have not shot a deer on game day which created a <laughs> bit of a problem but um, <laughs> All right. um no i just you know hockey and obviously family and uh outdoors are are my passions so
1: and so your dad yeah. he, he was obviously a, a big uh, inspiration for you in the outdoors tell yeah. me a little bit about your brother your older brother he was he was quite the stick as well wasn't he
2: my older brother, um, he pl- he played uh, he played all star all the way up, and then he wanted to hang out with his friends and fix cars and do other things, and mm-hmm. so he actually quit. My younger brother was a goaltender. He didn't have a choice. We put him in that, <laughs> and uh, man, that poor kid. We'd fight, fire pucks, balls, everything at him, and uh, he's a good goalie. He went to uh, uh, Quinnipiac. He got a, a scholarship to. Quinnipiac, um, and played there in college, and then played played a little bit in the East Coast League, and then that was it. He got married young, and um, now he's uh, he's famous for being Rhett Daniels um, his character for catching deer. So, um, (laughs) I actually,
1: I actually, I've actually spoken to your brother and, uh, he has what, in my opinion, if anybody wants to check it out online, it's, I think it's called, you're actually in the boat with him. It's called the world's greatest fishing story. If I'm not correct yeah yeah
2: oh yeah
1: uh, but <laughs> I, I got a problem with that story mike he drops every name in competitive bass fishing and outdoor tv hosts and you know what you i did not hear my name mentioned once but i've i've actually rewritten it i'm going to present it to him because there's a place in there for a cup of joe thomas is what i'm thinking there you, you go. know what i mean
2: but no he's, hey i think that was before i knew you yeah exactly. I'm, I'm sure you're in there right now it, Definitely. Sure, you're
0: in that's
1: exactly right but no, he's you're, he's actually a super funny guy. I've checked out a lot of his stuff online, and, and he's, uh, he does a lot of appearances and stand ups, and and Rut Daniels. That's as that's as good as it, <laughs> it's really as good as it gets. But uh, so I, I gotta kind of back up a little bit here. So yeah. uh, you, you obviously had a very long and wonderful career in the NHL with several teams. What was the uh, what was the transition point? What year did you actually come to the United States to play hockey?
2: Uh, I got traded. So I was uh, almost 11 years in Ottawa, which is about a three hour drive from my hometown, which was, I mean, so seeing family and everything was, was awesome. And, um, but then Carrie and I got married in 2010. So we'd just been dating kind of going back and forth. She lived in Nashville. Um, but then in, in uh, February of 2011, I got traded, um, just kind of out of the blue. I didn't, kind of surprised me and I'll never forget the day we were in Calgary and we we were supposed to have a good team, um, in Ottawa. And we'd lost 11 in a row, which was, mm. you know, for the team we had was, I mean, couldn't mm. believe it. So the the owner decided to, to, uh, to, uh, rebuild the team. And so my, uh, GM at the time called me into, into this room just for practice in Calgary. And he's like, Oh, I got some good news and some bad news. So I was like, well, <laughs> shoot me the bat he's like you've been traded I was like your heart's it's just a weird feeling you know and then he's like but the good news is you're going to Nashville I was like oh well that so I was pretty happy about that I never asked for a trade or anything so but the owner called me not too too long after that and this doesn't happen too often in pro sports that's for sure he's he said well I just wanted you to go be with your wife
1: wow that, that's pretty amazing like, really
2: holy cool. cow and, yeah. and that's how god works and actually my mom had called it she'd uh a few weeks before she's like i wonder if mike just having a bad season i wonder if this is you know god's way of you know having him traded to to nashville to be with carrie that was
1: two weeks before the trade unbelievable <laughs> there's some,
2: yeah there's something of, something about moms yeah. and intuition yeah. but anyway well
1: you've dropped uh yeah, so. you've dropped an obscure name there a couple of times and i think there's like one person on the whole planet that doesn't know this but uh your wife is carrie underwood and i, I didn't realize that you had not that you were already married before you moved to nashville i didn't realize that that's kind of cool yeah, yeah. um yeah so is you know i I actually had I had the opportunity. I, you actually invited me to one of her concerts. I got to see just a little glimpse this year into your and her life on the road. Uh, what is it? I, and I, I guarantee you I'm not the only one that wants to know this. What is it like on tour uh, now that you've actually retired from hockey what's it like on the road with with the children and your wife and and the entourage and the whole thing and i know you're fitting in your hunting trips and your fishing trips in the middle how, how is life man what's, what's it like well this past
2: you know this is the first time this last tour which ended uh i guess it ended in december of 19 so that was the first time where and we had so she started tour, believe it or not. She thought it would be a good idea with a three month old baby,
0: <laughs> breastfeeding, Optimistic, and yeah. it's like
2: my goodness. And I mean, she's a champ. She just rolls with it. And um, but so it was crazy having two kids on the bus, and um, you know, our nanny as well. And then I, I was there, there probably three quarters of the time, um, just trying to help with the kids because so we want to keep our family together. I mean, if sure you know, we want to be together as much as possible. And Isaiah was preschool as well. So we tried to get him in school and kind of be back and forth. But this, this year we did this past year, we did, uh, we rented houses in, in the different cities and would kind of hub in and out of the houses, which made it so much better for the boys and the family. Obviously there's bus travel, but most of it's just through the night. So, but it's uh man, it it's just a different kind of life, but you, you know, um we we enjoyed it. We enjoy seeing the people every day. And uh, I mean Isaiah, our youngest, he would have been four on that tour, four, four and a half. And uh I mean he just loved it because he'd rip around in a scooter and all the rinks and see everyone and they called him the mayor of catering because <laughs> he just knew everyone and he talks more than Carrie and I do combined. He just doesn't stop talking, but he he loves tours so um, but it, 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 goes fast. You just, it's kind of, it's kind of all those things. It's it definitely harder for her, especially physically with baby and all that stuff getting up. She, and she's, she, she doesn't like asking for help either. So she's getting up with a baby in the middle of the night too. Wow. Um, because that's, she's like, that's, that's my job. I'm the mom. And meanwhile, she's got a show the next day. And so, but, um, you know, we, we loved it. Um, you know, I definitely, one of the things I told her was like, I need, you know, the odd hunting and fishing trip in between <laughs> just to break it up. Exactly. So I had it, I had an elk, my first elk trip last September or last October and, and had some other things that I was able to get away for and uh, deer hunts and stuff. And, but uh, yeah, you just, just make it work. It's, it's not, it's not kind of, you know, with Isaiah, he just started school actually today. So it'll be her next tour might be a little different now that he's got definitely got to be in school. So, sure. but, um, tour is, it's different, it's hectic, but it, it's a lot of fun too.
1: So yeah, It sounds like, and I could see the hectic because I was, like I said, I was there before the show and we got to hang out a little bit and he did look like he was having a really good time. But uh, <laughs> hey, I want to backtrack just yeah. a little bit. I keep jumping back to hockey but bit. I mean, that's that was your life for so long. It, right there at the end of your career, you took your team to the Stanley Cup Finals and you guys made a big run at it. But I found more intriguing the fact that you retired and came back that you told me that story when we were sitting in the boat that day. And I thought that, that was a really interesting, it speaks a lot to your character too. Could you just tell me a little bit about how that whole thing happened?
2: Yeah. Well, I, you know, the last year I decided, you know, to play year we, we went to the final and actually the summer before I'd considered, I had a year left on my contract and I considered, you know, retiring because the year before that isaiah our son was born and you know with carrie tour and me playing it's like he just it just tore me up i wanted to be with you know my son and see him take his first steps and all those things that are you know you want to do as a parent so i had considered it i decided to come back and uh for another year and then ended up being the year we went to the cup and i kind of in my head was like that's gonna be my last year and um, but I wasn't sure um, so we we ended up going to the finals which was one of the which was the best year not just because we went to the finals but the, the city of Nashville just it was crazy the people in the streets and the cup final and it was CMA fest at that time too and that was that city was it was so cool to see and uh, so anyways even though we lost but the whole experience I'll never forget and uh, then after that I I kind of just in my mind, it was like, in my head, it was, um, you know, I'm done. I just, you know, I have a passion for the outdoors and I want to see my family more. And, you know, hockey, hockey was important. It was my job. I loved to play, but it wasn't, you know, I didn't want it to become the biggest part of my life and the driving force of my life. And, um, so I was just kind of praying through it during the summer. And I just decided that that's kind of what you know, I was supposed to do. And, um, so I retired and then, uh, you know, that fall Carrie had had an accident that I was home for and we'd, we'd had some miscarriages through all of that too. So a lot of stuff that I could just see, you know what I needed to be home. And I felt like that's why I kind of that door shut and then went through the fall and, um, through that and everything, what you know, started to, to get better. And then I got a call, um, Actually, I went into practice so our coach, Peter Lablett at the time. Um, he's like, yeah, the boys miss you. They want you, you to come into practice and just say hi. And I was like, yeah, I'll come in. I hadn't seen some of them in a little while. So I went in and watched practice and said hi to the guys and whatever. And then he's like, just see me before you go out. So I go in his office. And I'm like, I had no idea. And he's like, uh, basically long and short of it he's like would you ever consider just coming back for a few months in the playoff run and uh, at that time I was like not a chance in the world <laughs> this is
1: December yeah. you know yeah
2: and uh, so I so like no it
1: was uh, after the rut though
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah true I know well that and that, that was the joke so yeah. so when I did decide so don't forget to tell us so I did decide to come back in February um the the press conference with our uh, with uh david poyle i was there and coach labulette david poyle and i and the f- opening line from, from david was in is like well well folks deer season has ended
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and he's like and mike decided to come back and that was the only reason why but no uh, it was pretty funny but funny. i they came to me again in january and was like you know would you ever consider it and then i talked to my wife and and she kind of like was like, "Well, you you actually you think he can do it?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when your wife says that, <laughs> exactly, it's a motivator for sure. You're yeah. like, uh... so she and and she was off tour then too, so she was at home, and um, so we just, I just decided, you know what, I'll give it one more shot, and I, I had no I had no expectation of coming back until about January when I decided when I started to think about it and be like, ah. I mean, what have I got to lose? A bit of a challenge. And so I decided to come back, and um, that was that. So it was, I'm glad I did, but I knew after that, that's, I'm, I'm, done for good
1: so well it's got to make you feel I mean not that you you know you weren't very satisfied with with the way your career ended but to have your team want you to come back for that championship run again I got to believe a lot of it was you know you were a motivator and and I think you you do quite a bit of that now don't you Mike aren't you you do some motivational type of things and some ministry type of things to this day don't you
2: yeah I've done uh you know, spoke at her church and done some videos, some work with I am second. And, you know, I, I'm not, you know, if you had have told me, I would speak and do these types of things when I was a kid. I mean, I was the kid that was trying to, to fake my sickness. So I wouldn't have to do <laughs> speeches and I'm not kidding you. It yeah. was, that is like my, all oh, I cannot, I just don't want to be in front of people, but over time, I guess. And, um, you know, I, I do a little bit of it. I'm not definitely not, no pro by any means, but I definitely have a heart for ministry, a heart for the Lord and, and the outdoors and, um, kind of the story God's given me. And, um, yeah, so I, you know, I want to try to be as positive as I can and, um, and kind of mix all those passions. Cause I think, you know, when I retired from hockey, uh, obviously one passion, you know, it's, it's tough, but I, I was fortunate that, you know, I I had the outdoors and I I know the transition and just talking to a number of retired athletes and, you know, it's something, it's hard because guys have done that their whole lives. And, and the guys that have a passion for the outdoors, I find do a lot better in that transition because there's another passion to transfer that. And as, as guys and people, we need those passions. And, um, you know, and that's one of the things that's, that I love to do and look forward to. I think we all need stuff to look forward to. And, you know, I'm, I got 26 and a half days till my next, till my elk hunt (laughs) Who's counting, but I've been looking forward to it for, for a year, you know? So, but yeah, it's the, definitely helps the transition of having the outdoor passion for sure.
0: Hey, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with more of our interview with Mike Fisher on Steel's Real Life with Joe Thomas.
1: Hey Jim, I know you and I have been spending a lot of time at home lately, but it's actually given me a chance to catch up on some of those overdue yard projects. And trust me, whether I need to maintain my yard or believe it or not, completely transform my landscape, steel has got the actual tool I need for the job. By the way, have you tried any of their battery operated stuff?
0: Absolutely, man, I've got the battery operated trimmer and it's light, it's quiet. I love it. I'm 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 fully converted to uh, to battery operation now. I love it.
1: We've known Steel's reputation for years when it comes to chainsaws, trimmers, and blowers. But now Steel has battery tools. I mean, they're exactly what you need for every single job on that honeydew list.
0: And trust me, my list is long. My wife, I think that's all she has to do right now is just literally go around and find stuff for me to do. And with my steel tools, not a problem.
1: Well, I can promise you I've got literally every battery tool they make right now, and it has made my job so much easier. And the cool part is now you can just shop online and pick up the products at your local steel dealer. There's like 9,000 of them across the country. All you have to do is go to steeldealers.com, and you can find a dealer near you. And trust me, they will take good care of you. And should we tell them that Jim and Joe sent you?
0: I think you just did. Yeah, we did.
1: That passion for the outdoors and you, your brother as well. You guys started up a little a little company there. Uh, an, I guess it would be an outdoor-related clothing company. Uh, uh, you've got some pretty unique things there. Uh, tell a little bit about the Catching and Deers and how that started.
2: Yeah, well, it started um, a friend of ours and one of our partners, Austin. Um, he uh, never so we're at hunt camp uh i have a place in kentucky that you know my brothers come to and friends and um so my buddy austin he'd never hunted he just came up to hunt camp and uh just to hang out with the guys and you know he 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 comes in the door he's like y'all catch any deers (laughs) which we've all heard yeah for sure yeah and, and but we just gave it to him and gave it to him all year long and just you know the jokes and so so we the next year And Austin has a, has a manufacturing company. So then, and my brother was working with him at the time. The next year, my brother had ordered these just foam trucker, um, catching deers hats, like cheap, just, just to wear at hunt camp in honor of our buddy Austin. Just as a joke, right? I mean, it
1: was just a a joke. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So we're on our way up to, to the hunt camp and, and, uh, you know, he, we had these hats and we're thinking we put these hats on. We're like, okay, we're, we're to something here. I mean, these hat. so then I got us on the apparel. We had no idea that we wanted to start an apparel company. And, um, but we, we, we wanted to, so we locked down the Instagram, the website on the way up to the hunt camp and yeah. we <laughs> made inquiries to make sure, you know, we could get whatever. And so anyways, we start wearing these hats and then every, every hunter that would stop us would see it, you know, where do I get that hat? And so that turned into videos and our, my brothers, you know, bud, we talked about about Daniels. Right, he's, right. He's, he's good in front of the camera. He's a good writer. And so we, we did a funny video that kind of kicked it off and it's turned into, you know, apparel company and, and on the digital side too, with, with, uh, you know, Rhett Daniels and, um, and just doing some good videos, funny videos. We want to make people laugh too. And, um, you know, take, take your hunting serious and yourself lightly. And, um, so we, you know, that's, that's what, that's what we do. And it's been, it's been fun.
1: Yeah, well, I can tell you, Mike Fisher, we have enjoyed our time here today. I enjoyed immensely the time I spent with you uh, over the last couple of years here and there uh, intermittently, but I think uh, uh, more than anything, I. Uh, to see someone that that is as passionate about family and the outdoors and uh, the the humility you project, it's a, it's a real positive one. And, and uh, I'm, I'm just, I can only imagine what your future is going to bring. I would imagine probably lots of deer hunts and elk hunts and all of those (laughs) things and maybe several more children. But uh, um, anyway, I, I, Jim and I really appreciate your time and, and getting to know you a little bit. There's so many, uh great stories there and maybe we uh we'll circle back another time and try to you know pick your brain on a little bit more uh, on your deer hunting and your fishing episodes and maybe even a little bit about your touring with carry someday down the road
0: hey i say we record the next one in the amazon let's go fishing again mike what do you think
1: oh man let's do it we we're actually talking about it recently
0: we could call um, that a business trip mike <laughs> that's yeah, exactly we right that's true that's yep. true. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally yeah, right
2: I want to get
1: that 20 pounder. Yeah, there you go. Time. There you go. Well, um, Mike right. Fisher, you're uh, you're an inspiration to all of us. And uh, we appreciate it, buddy. Enjoy your time on the farm down there and uh, uh, your first day of school with your with your little one, okay?
0: Will do. Thanks for having me. See you Bye. guys. Thank you very much, man. We appreciate it. Take, Take care, care, buddy. Bye-bye. Uh, I got it. Well, I know you called him an overachiever, but I, <laughs> I'll definitely tell you this. Mike is the nicest guy we've ever met, in my opinion.
1: There's no question about it. And it's amazing to me with all of his fame and all that he has done in his life and his career, that his passion truly is his family and his love of the outdoors. He's really one of those real outdoor people.
0: Thanks for listening to Steel's Real Life with Joe Thomas. Steel's Real Life is a presentation of Real Outdoors TV. All rights reserved.